Wastewater could power all American homes. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Scientists warned last week that multiple environmental threats to the planet could cascade, leading to a global systemic collapse. A new report based on a survey of over 200 top scientists from more than 50 countries was released by Future Earth, an international research network. Of 30 global risks, the scientists identified the top five as the climate crisis, extreme weather events, the decline of ecosystems, food insecurity, and water scarcity. Many of the scientists emphasized that each one of those threats could amplify one or more of the others. For example, extreme weather events like heat waves can accelerate global warming by releasing large amounts of stored carbon and at the same time intensify water scarcity. Also, the authors say the loss of biodiversity weakens the ability of ecosystems to cope with climate extremes, increasing the risk of food shortages. The scientists worry especially that rising temperatures could tip the planet's climate system into a self-perpetuating spiral of global warming. While the report warns of dire consequences, it's remarkably optimistic, pointing out that there's been an extraordinary social awakening to the hazards of environmental change and demands for action toward a sustainable future. A poll by the American Science Psychological Association supports this optimistic outlook. Close to 60% of U.S. adults now say climate change is the most important issue facing society. 62% say that they are willing to vote for a candidate because of his or her position on climate change. On the topic of biodiversity, the decline of bumblebees in North America and Europe has been dramatic in the last several decades because of the effects of climate change. A study published in the journal Science examined changes in the populations of 66 bumblebee species across the two continents and compared that with changes in the climate. The findings show that as temperatures and precipitation increase beyond what bumblebees can tolerate, so does their risk for extinction. In a statement from the University of Ottawa, one of the study's authors said that bumblebees are the most effective pollinators for crops like tomatoes, squash, and berries. Their results show that we face a future with fewer bumblebees, but the authors also suggest that actions such as reducing the use of pesticides, planting a diverse array of flowers, and maintaining habitats that offer shelter like trees and shrubs could help bumblebees get out of the heat. Fireflies are also at risk, according to a separate study. Research shows that habitat loss, light pollution, and pesticides threaten the more than 2,000 species of the creatures. One of the scientists from Tufts University said in a statement that growth of artificial light at night has increased exponentially during the last century, which disturbs firefly mating rituals. The loss of habitat comes from things like converting mangrove areas to palm oil plantations and aquaculture farms such as in Malaysia. Wastewater flowing through cities to treatment plants contains vast amounts of valuable minerals and nutrients, as well as energy, much of which could be recovered, according to a new study by the United Nations University in Canada. Millions of tons of nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium could be captured from wastewater, offsetting more than 13% of the agricultural demand. Recovering them would also minimize the amount of nutrients that flow into waterways and cause algal blooms. In addition to recovering 
recovering those nutrients, wastewater contains energy in the form of methane, enough to provide electricity for almost 160 million households, roughly the number in the U.S. and Mexico combined. The global volume of wastewater is enormous and is increasing rapidly. By the mid-2030s, it will equal roughly the annual amount flowing down the St. Lawrence River, which drains North America's five Great Lakes. What effect do wildfires have on snowpack? That was the question scientists at Brigham Young University explored. They found that there was an 85% greater snow depth in forested areas that had burned completely compared to those that didn't burn at all. According to one of the researchers, fires mean more snowpack initially because of reduced trees that usually block and hold the snow temporarily on branches. The increased snowpack is good for north-facing slopes where it will hold in the shade. However, it's not so good on south-facing slopes exposed to the sun, where a deep snowpack and rapid spring melt will result in higher chances of erosion, loss of nutrients, and potential flooding for downstream communities. The study could have considerable implications for water forecasting, especially given that mountain snowpack provides fresh water for over 20 percent of the world's population. And finally, 15 years ago, a scourge arrived in Florida. The state's famous orange trees became infected by bacteria that would turn leaves yellow, wilt branches, and produce small, bitter-tasting fruit. Citrus greening disease has caused the state's $9 billion citrus industry, once the second largest in the world, to be on the verge of collapse. From oranges to grapefruits to lemons, no variety of citrus is immune, and the infection has spread to Texas, California, Georgia, and Louisiana, according to Smithsonian Magazine. Currently, the only way to stop the spread of the disease is to eliminate infected trees. But a plant can appear normal for months or even years before succumbing. So if you can't see it, maybe you could smell it. That was the thought U.S. Department of Agriculture researchers had when they trained 19 dogs, including German Shepherds and Springer Spaniels, to sniff out the infection. In just a few weeks, the animals learned to sit at a tree where they detected the disease. They were able to peg citrus greening with about 99% accuracy and were nearly perfect when working in pairs. Dog sleuths are also faster and cheaper than people who have to collect hundreds of leaves for lab analysis, which so far has a lower rate of detecting the pathogen. We've seen dogs detecting invasive mussels, drugs and explosives, and even finding leaks in water pipes. Aren't you glad they're now in our citrus groves? That's it for This Week in Water. We'll see you next time.